Hey, part three in my life and business success story and series, we're talking about the family. You're going to want to stick around for this. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, we're doing a series on life and business success, the formula, the things you need to do. It's in my book, Can You Relate? Uh, but seriously, I wrote the book not so much as a as a representation of my you know, my autobiography or something. I truly wrote the book because I look back on my most successful years in my life. And what I mean, I mean a holistic success. I mean, my life went extremely well and my businesses were doing crazy, crazy well. So that's why I wrote the book. And it boiled down to the relationships that I had. And not only developed and had, but nurtured and grew and and leveraged. So that's why I wanted to continue to put this series together to share more of the things out of the book. So today we're talking about family, how important family is to, to the overall success. Again, in a holistic look at success in life and in business. And I want to talk about, in fact, in the book where we talk about love and marriage, and I want to read a quote out of that chapter. And it just says that most marriages would benefit enormously if both people asked and then honestly answered the question, what must it be like to be in a relationship with me? And the quote is uh, Dr. Marty Groth, G-R-O-T-H-E. <clears throat> so I think family starts with, the whole family discussion starts with marriage. Uh, you know, there's that old quote, uh, this is a male thing, I guess, but it's that old quote <clears throat> that if mama ain't happy, nobody is happy. But I, I truly believe that marriage is blessed by God. And when life sets in, uh, when kids come around, just the overall busyness of our schedules. I just put a quote uh, on uh, or a post on Facebook and LinkedIn about how uh, we don't, uh, we live in a society that that almost uh, is enamored with and encourages this living on empty, you know, pushing yourself till you're virtually exhausted and and you're empty and it's that much uh, hurriness and and busyness but uh I, I know when life sets in and you get busy and schedules and careers and all of that kind of stuff we forget I think sometimes about the importance of the one that we're living with uh, and and how God had blessed the union and again I think uh, society allows us to just walk, from that relationship. And, you know, divorce rates are 50 to 60% now. Uh, and so I think it's a decision. It's a commitment. Yes, but it's also a decision to make it work. 
Um, it's a decision to love somebody uh, and, and, a, and a decision to be committed to them and not break that union that, again, I believe God's created and, and God has blessed. You know, I've also heard it say that the best thing you can do for your children is to love your spouse. Again, I've heard it in the context of a man, love your wife, uh, but I think it's the other way around. I, I think women can do it as well. Love your spouse. Uh, show your your daughters uh, uh, the commitment you've made to a man, to the man for life. Uh, so I think it goes both ways and 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 show it, living it out, not just talking about it, but living it out and being a living example of a high quality marriage and relationship and uh, high quality loving relationship is a tremendous example for your children. One of the best things you can ever do. I also think that a successful marriage is based on uh, two key things. One is it's about your attitude. You know, uh, you can constantly be looking for the faults uh, in your spouse, or you can be constantly looking for the good things about the relationship and a, and a and your marriage. So I think it's about attitude. What's your attitude going into it? And again, I think it's a matter of the second piece. I think it's a matter of time. I think anything in life, uh, anything to do that you want to do successfully requires a commitment of time. So why wouldn't we think that? And why wouldn't we do that uh, in our marriage? So love and marriage, one of the parts of family. The other part of about family that I want to talk about is children. Um, uh, again, a quote from the book, uh, the guy's person's name is Hodding Carter. And they say that there are only two lasting bequests that we can hope to give to our children. One of these is roots and the other is wings. And I, and I think, wow, I, I think so much about uh, the fact that the traditional family is under siege it's, it's under attack. Um, and I think that uh, we need to build up the character in our children, uh, th this roots. We need to give them stability. Um, if you've been, uh, if there's been divorce in your family, if your parents or, or grandparents or anything have been uh, divorced and that's in your family, I strongly encourage for you to break the chain, for you to break that pattern. And I've talked to people who are doing this. I uh, remember a good friend of mine, former business colleague and friend, uh, where both he and his wife, their parents are divorced. And when they got married, they just decided that they committed that they were going to make the marriage work and break uh, the historical pattern that was going on in their families. Um, so um, I, I think we need to be, build this foundation for our kids uh, I think we need to give them roots. We need to give them stability. Uh, and, and again, loving your wife and having a strong marriage is a, is a piece of that. Um, but I also think that with kids, the, the, the idea of roots and wings, I just love that quote because I believe the roots are, you, you've got to set up frameworks for the kids uh, uh, and, and allow them some leeway but know where not to get out of the framework, know where not to cross out of the lines. 
I think in this way they can be themselves. Uh, they can learn by doing, uh, but they're also, it's guarding them. And of course, as they get older, think of an adjustable frame. So maybe it's like really, really small, okay, like this. But then as they get older and older and older, you're, you're, you're able to expand that frame and give them more area to work in. I think that's how you'll both establish roots, help your kids establish roots and character and, and a, the foundation for being a good person, someone who's going to add to society and give back. Uh, but you're also allowing them to grow. And that, to me, is the have wings. Uh, you're allowing them to go. And I always felt that um, that I wanted my kids to be independent uh, I didn't want to make all the decisions for them. I see a lot of, you know, I don't know if it's generational, but I see a lot of, um, a lot of people, uh, uh, parents that are, I think that, I think the term is um, helicopter parents, uh, where they're always hovering and, and, and they're making decisions for people, for kids, and they're always stepping in uh, for their kids. And the kids are never going to learn to be independent, they're never going to want to leave, or they'll never be able to be an adult, uh, giving back and and confident and and self reliant and being able to do things on their own. Yes, I mean I, I I still have my kids may call me back and and say, hey, I'm buying my first house. Can you help me, Dad? And that's wonderful. Makes me feel great, and I think that's right. Uh, but. You don't want your kids to be so worried that, you know, hey, hey, you know, something broke in the basement and I don't know what to do. You want them to, uh, to, to, to feel confident enough to say, well, OK, I know I need to call the repairman on my own. Uh, I don't need to have dad come and try to fix it unless dad's a handyman. So so hopefully you see that there where where as they're growing, you want to give them more and more framework. And then hopefully as they become young adults um, in big portions of life, they'll still be able to look back on you and, and, and ask you for some help, but they're not going to, as adults, they're not going to be turning to you uh, uh, for every decision or everything that goes on in their life. Um, one of the other things I think we need to be very, very careful about uh, as parents <clears throat> is to not, <clears throat> to not explain everything to your kids uh, from an adult perspective, because they're not going to get it. If you're going to do any explanation of things, you got to bring it down to the level of the 10-year-old that they are or the eight-year-old that they are. So we've got to be very, very conscious, I think, of not expecting them to be adults or understand the things that you do as their parent who is the adult. And speaking of adults and, and parents, uh, the last thing I want to share again in this family dynamic about relationships is that they're not your friends, um, uh, particularly as you're as they're growing up. Now, as you get older, as they become young adults out on their own, yes, I mean I have great relationships. One of the biggest compliments I think that can be paid to us as successful parents is that our kids as young adults uh, still want to spend time with you. Uh, we're so blessed that our kids really enjoy still spending time with us. And, and our, our two kids are 30 and 35. So as they're growing up, 
don't make them your friends. I think that is a that is a dangerous path to go down. But you definitely, as a transition to becoming adults, you can absolutely become friends with them. Uh, and if you've done a great job, again, they're going to want to still spend time with you. And that's what I love about my uh, my adult kids.